and welcome. Do you know, I'll do that. We'll straight have a cup of um, at least a coffee. I thought that was the plan. I thought that was. Uh, a, I thought it was part of the oh, bit. Oh, it was a trope. Okay. No. Do you want another cup of tea so you can? Still got some. Alright. Okay. If you don't look like a runner, if you're feeling a little sad, if you buy your gift of Poundland and love fitness and tech chat, if you don't mind a little nonsense and it's going on and on, if you don't look like a runner with your good first Nick and John. Hello and welcome to Don't Look Like a Runner, a well-groomed podcast, moisturising and nourishing with essential oils over running fitness and tech. I can't do this because you're looking at me. I'm Nick. And I'm John, and I'm in the same room as you. I know, I can't handle your... This I, is... I've just got paranoid about my elbows. Any, the table know, yeah. Any danger... About, oh, you, oh, put your elbow straight on the table. Oh, yeah, but I did it gently. Any danger um, that you could just like piss off home and fire up Skype, because I'm not into this <laughs> you at all. <laughs> You're like having to look... The we're, thing is, we're is making, we have to be making, even closer than normal because of the microphone. We're making so much eye contact right now, it's horrible. <laughs> I feel like we're doing that big train world staring championship sketch. Yeah. But we're not. We should just be like podcasting in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's podcast after dark. <laughs> like Malibu Nights or whatever it was. Yeah, much. yeah. Oh, um, how are you, mate? I mean, I say that like I've not spent all day with you. How are you? Well, I, to be honest, I've barely spoken to you. I feel like I've driven all the way here and ignored I, you. Oh, no, I was going to apologise to you, actually, for having you in my house and allowing you to sit in silence while we both worked it's it's been a lovely day um nice nice uh, anyone anyone who's interested in working at nick's house a few reviews uh, the food's excellent yeah, do, um uh, the tea is, is 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 very very good i did i did do tea you did do good good classic biscuit collection i'd call that a classic biscuit oh, yeah. barrel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're not um, going wrong now you can't go wrong with a bit of custard creams and your bourbons i mean i'm not a bourbon fan myself but uh, custard creams i could eat all day. All the more bourbons for bourbon or bourbon? Oh, it depends. How are you part of the proletariat or the, the bourgeoisie? Because it really would. This is this is your test now. This is your acid test whether you're allowed to stay in the Labour Party. <laughs> well, which Labour Party? I mean, I, well, Owen Smith definitely says bourbon. <laughs> that's why me. That's what I say. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's barbecue. Bourbon biscuits for pudding. Yeah. Um, Heck, sausages, no doubt. Heck, sausages. Right, right. Let's let's get this let's get this out early. Can you talk to the microphone? Oh shit, dog! He's just got he's he's, he's pulling out all the stops because we're in the same room. Right. I've just been admiring your your laptops stickers, and it seems a little bit underwhelming because it doesn't have a runner pod sticker. I can't believe you... box fresh. I haven't even unwrapped them, mate. You have cooked me now because I I was going to force you to wait another week <laughs> to talk about stickers. But, oh wow, that's good quality. So, how I'm, much I'm would you? How much would you? How much would you pay for one of these, John? If you were, how much would I pay for one if I was going to buy it? Yeah, yeah. If you were going, hang on, you didn't even get up and my fingers over taking of one, taking a pick. It's candid, nice. Uh, yeah. What, what would you? I mean, is there a space on my laptop? I'm not sure. Well, we'll, we'll make some um, space. How much would you pay for one of these, John? If you were going <laughs> to purchase this, is that what it's for? I don't. What you bought them? I bought them and I don't know what they're for. <laughs> right. So you need to explain to me what I can do with this. There's, there's a lot of stickers there. Okay. There's a lot of stickers I, there. And, and actually, I've got another prepaid order that I can just... <laughs> just waiting there for the stocks to run out. <laughs> what? Uh, well, no, don't tell them that, because if we do sell them... What? These are limited, mate. These are limited editions. Don't say... Yeah, yeah limited, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're, they're, they look very limited. <laughs> a massive pile of them on my, it's on my not, table. It's not that big, is it? <laughs> well, you know. Um, so, what, what are these for? Why? Have, why? Have, what, what, I know that they're for sticking, but what, what, why have you purchased them? What was your thinking behind this? I didn't have any thought process. You just saw stickers. What did I? What did I say to you when you bought this? You said, "I know what they're for." Did I? Otherwise? And that's where you left it. Okay. <clears throat> it's because we're in a band. That's what that's what you're doing. You're being in a band. Okay, I'm in a band. This is what people in bands do. What do we do next? Do I do I hope that the man from the label signs me? Basically, yeah. You, you buy. St- basically, it's that classic thing of number one, uh, start a podcast. Okay. Number two, buy stickers. Number three, question mark, question mark, question mark. Number four, profit. Okay. That's basically our business plan for this this podcast. Right. Uh, which is I think I think is why Stitcher have been have been so keen on us. Um, so. You've, you've bought these because you, there's something in you. You know that these are important. <laughs> and you know that if I put this on my laptop, yep. things are going to go well for us. <laughs> now, I've got a... I've got a oh, brilliant. Well done, mate. I'm impressed because I was worried. Oh, no, they've got a good crack back, haven't they? Yeah, but I was worried that it was going to be um, see-through backing. So I thought it was going to be like a see-through sticker on white backing. So when I peeled it off, it was just like black on seafood but you've done well you've got your actual white backing on this good quality actually I'm quite where are these from sticker mule okay have we got a promo code for those are they officially a sponsor now can we at least say they are let's say they are okay. uh, Filippo Philippe, yeah. he, he picked and packed this yep. sent me a uh, a beer mat nice yeah. um, well, well, well we'll see if we can get them on board I'll see if I can get a promo code yeah so we bought some stickers see see it's working already isn't yeah, it you buy, this, you buy the stickers and the Fine. business comes together sign up to the firing this is absolutely perfect we've nailed this mate I mean, yeah. I've got us a gig as well. You might not play. Oh, I don't talk to you about that. Okay. You, you can't... You've cooked me with stickers. You can't cook me with a live uh, performance. Right. I mean, um, I, I have... Can I have more than one of these? Well... <laughs> have you got enough? <laughs> um, Does he have to put, uh, put out of our order in? If you... <laughs> For those of you who can't see Nick's face right now, he's looking at me like I'm an absolute fucking child. You give me one more. Look how many you've got, and you're giving me one more sticker. I don't know who, I don't know who wants them. <laughs> Nobody fucking wants them. <laughs> you know what we should do? You should get your show notes printed out as stickers, and then it'd be absolute no one will want oh, those. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> Ross wants one. Okay, we've got that's, one. That's follow-up. Ross wants a sticker. He, he's, right. he's, been, he's been getting upset about the, uh, the previews of the sticker. The sticker's been heavily trailed. Not by me. <laughs> I'm taking no. How many do you want? Well, I'm, I, just, I just. I mean, this is stock. I've got. I've got to tell the taxman about this. <laughs> I can't just well, yes, give these away. This is technically a cost, aren't they? You put them out against tax. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. I want, I've got two laptops. I want one on each laptop. Right. But that's it. Is it? Do not. Do want, what? What if I meet people who are interested in the podcast and they might want a sticker off do, me? Do you want? Do you want three? No. I tell you what. Let's let's. How many do you want? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, let's. You don't tell me what they're for. You know when I said, and then I know how many right, I've got. Okay. You know when I said to you earlier, do you want a biscuit? Yeah. Did I hand you a bourbon or did I give you a biscuit barrel and let you take your own? Come on. I mean, <laughs> one of us is a mug. <laughs> no, but and the other one is, has a lot of biscuits. What I'm saying is, it's polite to right. offer the offer the barrel, not just hand somebody a biscuit. So you should be offering me the pile of stickers, and I should be allowed to take my own batch. I'm. 
not have you drip feed me stickers every time I ask for one. This is a great responsibility looking after okay, our stuff. Right, well, I'm gonna, How many do you want? No, you want? no, two's fine. What do you want them for? Two, no, two's why, why what? I have to justify what I want them for, do I know? What do you want them for, mate? You don't know why you bought them. I don't know. You can ask me what I want them for. I need you to tell me why I bought stickers I for the podcast. Because you're in a band. <laughs> Why you bought the stickers? What happens in a band? Does somebody look after the stickers? Yeah, people. Good, right. Happen? I'll look after the stickers. Am I the drummer or the bassist? It what doesn't really matter because what's going to happen like, with all bands is that eventually we'll stop doing the podcast and we'll just keep having meetings about the podcast and then eventually we'll just split up. So enjoy it while it lasts, mate. Enjoy. I mean, stickers are the first step on that slippery road, which is why I've been so, so intensely against. Every, have you thought about other merch options? <laughs> Every podcast is pretty much one of those meetings. I did think, actually, and I, I do genuinely think this. What might be quite fun there you go, is... Oh, oh wow. now you don't know what to do with them, do you? You're like, that's a bit... Where am I going to keep those? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have been thinking what would be quite good, genuinely, is I think there's some of those like Cafe Press style made-to-order merch things, if you don't want to have a financial commitment, which obviously we don't. Dropshippers. I mean, you, you've, you've listened to our stuff. We obviously don't make any sort of financial commitment to this podcast. So uh, what I'm thinking is... Get one of those like cafe press sites. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You upload a logo and then they print yeah, stuff off. Yeah. But only do like workout shirts. Right. So like technical material shirts, you can get those now. Really? On so, cafe press? Yes, and get like oh I don't know if it's gone cafe press, but you can get them like custom made because your favourite smugcast got their own workout shirts, didn't they? Hello Internet. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to name by name because I cut that, like, that bit out of the last episode <laughs> for political reasons. Well, oh, why? Are they going to... Well, no, are they going to send the Tims on me? Well, I just don't think it's nice to, to slag off. You see, again, you're that problematic band member who's slagging <laughs> off other bands and I'm there just trying to keep a peace in case we ever get a support gig. Oh, God. And, um, um, so, what I'm saying is you can get custom-made like, training gear. So maybe something you don't look like a runner. Running shirts actually might be quite cool. I'd wear one. Would you wear one? Are you thinking? Are you thinking about this very deeply? Would you not wear one? Oh my God! You wouldn't wear one. Why wouldn't you wear one? I don't know why I've bought this. I don't know why I've got stickers. Yeah, why would I have a t-shirt? Because it's cool. Because you need a t-shirt for running in. I've got t-shirts. Yeah, but I've got stickers. <laughs> it's like, do you think that'd be cool? I think it'd be quite cool. I, no one's going to buy that. I well, why not? Literally, person will buy that. <laughs> I'll buy it. Yeah, okay. and that's what you do on Cafe Press or whatever. Spreadshirt, whatever it is. Yeah, like, so red, Redbubble. Red so yeah, so you've got no upfront commitment whatsoever. That's what you need. Or you do one of those things where it's like a run where it only gets made if there's a certain amount yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a weed, isn't it? Yeah. Have you thought about tote bags? What about tote bags? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. What are you talking about? I'm joking. Okay. Stop. Oh, you're. But my, so I, I feel strangely aggressive because I can't put my elbows on the table. Put your elbows on the table, mate. That's going to make a bad noise. Well, just do it and then I'll cut the bad noise out. No noise whatsoever, was there? No noise. It's always gentle. Right, this is why we shouldn't be allowed in the same room as each other. Right, okay. What are the stickers for? I, I've told you because you're in a band. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to. You're going to give them to people. Okay. People are going to ask for them. You're going to put them on your merch table? I'm put them at the live show. We're not... I don't want to talk about a live show. Stop trying to cook me with a live show. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right, then. Let's move, on to, let's move on to something less contentious. Have you done your homework? What was my homework? You were going to use Strava as a, as a GPS. Yes. Brilliant. I, I have done it. Damn, that, that would have been better if you hadn't done it, so you were still on the back foot, and I was just pushing you and pushing you and no, pushing you until no, you broke. I've done my homework, so... Tell me about it. Uh, it's fine. 
Does it? Does it do? Is it? Is it a sat nav? Does it go turn left, turn right? Oh, I haven't done the thing where no. Yes. Oh, I see what you mean. I haven't done the thing where I pulled someone's route in right. and followed it or set up a route because annoyingly you can't do that on the app. You have to do that. So, I, so I can't get a run that I've done and say this is a route. Right. I have to go on the big big boy computer and do it on there. And I'm not really in that mindset when I'm on the big boy computer. Who's it? Who's behind Strava? Is it the people who made Instagram in its early days? Oh, I don't. Yeah, in it, in it. So I can't I can't <laughs> set the route. I haven't. So I haven't done that. But I have used it on. I've been out for a couple of runs. Mm. Um. Uh, I've been out for a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. It was fine. I didn't get the audio cues don't seem to work very well. Like they're not saying to me, which is literally the point. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're meant to get a thing every mile, but it literally just tells me the distance. Uh, what I do like about the audio cues, um, it's a little bit different to Runkeeper. I don't know if it's getting deep in the weeds, but I do quite like this. Runkeeper say used to say like, okay, um, you've run. You can if you turned everything on, it would say the time, mm-hmm. the distance, mm-hmm. and your average pace. Yeah. What this does is it doesn't tell you the um, it doesn't tell you the average pace by default. It tells you the time and the distance, and then it will tell you what your last mile was mm-hmm. rather than average pace. <coughs> and I find that a lot more useful when trying to manage my pace on a run. Because what I would normally do when I'm getting average paces, I'll be sitting there going, right, so that's that means I must have run the last mile in, blah, blah, blah. And then that means... So I'm working that stuff out in my head anyway. So having, oh, your last mile was this was actually really helpful. Hmm. Um, and I did quite a good pace run recently, I think, helped by... A, I was feeling good for once, finally. Hmm. Um, but I found that really... I like that as an audio cue thing. But apparently it's meant to tell you when you hit the segments... You know, like the, the Strava segments thing, so mm-hmm. that you can kind of like try and beat your record or whatever. But I'm getting, I'm getting none of that, so I don't know. What, I don't know if I've missed a setting or something. But it, it says it's going to tell me about that, and then it doesn't. So, so I'm going to put you down as a maybe on Strava. No, I think, it, I think it's it doesn't fine. Doesn't sound great for you. No, I think it's fine. There's people on there. Um, essentially, the data is the same as Runkeeper, mm-hmm. so it's not like I'm losing data. The only, my only big beef with it, which I have expressed to you, and you, you backpedaled from, and you didn't want to discuss it was um where are my records why can't i see my fastest 5k anywhere did we talk about that or was that that was me on text i, said, I know this is our problem but i wasn't backpedaling i was just ignoring you okay fair enough um so where are my records i don't know do you know what I mean i want to see what because it's because before i had what like it would say on Runkeeper, your fastest five yeah. k. I could hit that. I could go and look at that run and look yeah. at the data of that run. On each run, I can see the medals I've got or whatever. Yeah, and I can say, okay, that was my second fastest five k. But there's nowhere I can say, show me my fastest five k. Yeah, I have to, I've I've found it, but I think it's buried somewhere. He's on the big boy computer again. It might be, eh? But I've 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 only been on the big boy computer when I set up the club. Hmm. But I've not found it. I can't find... If anyone on Strava who knows what they're doing can tell me where I can just find like a mm. list of my records, because it doesn't do the... It, because the way Strava does the records, it doesn't do... So my actual fastest run, yep. uh, where I got under the eight-minute miles, is not my fastest 5K. Right. Because it does the 5K segment, doesn't it? So mm. I might have run a faster 5K segment in another run, right. and it's counted that as my fastest 5K. Right. Whereas initially I was counting it as like the full run. Right, being fact, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's now I don't know where that is because that one 
my my fastest as it once was. I think it's my third fastest five k. Right. So no idea where where those others are. So I'll have a bit more of a dig. But if anyone's got any insider info on that, that'd be useful. Yeah, just as a as a point of comparison, this is an issue I had with Garmin Connect as well. It was always really hard to find those data sets. I think Garmin was because it was very much focused on as as I find Fitbit is as well, very much focused on today's data. Mm. And anything that's in a different context is quite buried behind layers of things that they think you're going to want immediately, which is, you know, that's, that's good user design because they're, they're putting the stuff there that you think you want. Mm. But it's also kind of bad because well, there's no easy way of finding it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I could, I could never remember the path that I had to take to, to, to get to it. So um, that seems to be probably a product of best practices and comparative, uh, comparative designing in terms of the, the front end of those apps. Mm. But they've all copy the same pattern yeah it's a weird one I'm sure it must exist somewhere I just can't find it uh, but generally yeah it's fine it's the same thing um, trying to think if there's anything else I quite like about it I do think those audio cues are really helpful I found those helpful mm. um, but other than that it's basically the same sort of data it's nice having the little um, running club mm. friends that sort of stuff um, I did hook up a little automation to post my Strava activities to runkeeper so i can still keep that data up to date just because yeah. i'm not a weirdo uh, <coughs> as we're talking I'm, I'm wondering if i should have sent my stuff sent my stuff over to garmin in case i ever go back but i'm not gonna no i don't know why i'm doing it i'm sort of just maintaining this old legacy thing but yeah i don't know we'll see um so yeah so i think it's been all right it's right i think the routes thing, if i can get some routes I'd, the routes for me will be the rides i'd mm-hmm. like to get some longer riding routes and i think i'm a little bit out of my depth once i get out into the sticks mm-hmm. um i only kind of like know the way i know uh so i'm going to try and pinch some routes off some people from nice. around and investigate that a bit more um yeah so generally yeah i like, I like just going into it and just having a bit of the mooch around so it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Did you? We didn't touch on your homework last week. No, we didn't, and I'm so going to report back for you. Perfect, do that now, and then nice. um, because we're quite tight of time, but I want you to convince me to keep running. So, you want me to? How's my homework going to convince you to keep? Running? No, no, I want you to do that, and then you're going to have to convince me to keep running. Right, 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 right. right. No pressure. No, that's. I fine. mean, the stickers have helped. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Stop checking your phone. No, do you do this when we're recording on Skype? This is the script, isn't it? I'm just the checking. script. Well, you said are there are any sections. I, okay, I have to work very hard to make this sound unscripted. I'll have you know this podcast. Not the script. Oh god. Oh. All right, mate. right. Am I am no, I allowed to talk again no, now no. that I've looked at my looked at my notes? Hey, Dan, go on. <laughs> I was just going to pin what you just said by saying um, Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash. Run a pod. <laughs> if you want <laughs> if you want to find uh, find me and Nick <laughs> and the rest of the Runner Pod crew on, on on Strava. I didn't have to look at my notes for that at all. Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, you could probably hear what I lent out of uh, range of the mic. Yeah, normally I'd normally I'd edit those massive pauses out, but I can't, <laughs> I can't this week because it's next to each other. Ah, right. So a couple of weeks ago, my homework was to get the Fitbit Ionic and to use the music app, which is... Um, Didn't we say podcasts? To listen to podcasts. Well, you said to listen... Oh, yeah, so you, said to, you said to go... No, the challenge was to go phoneless. 
That is true, yes. And going phoneless for us means Bluetooth headphones mm. connected to something that isn't your phone, mm-hmm. i.e. the activity tracker. Yeah. Because my watch has got built-in GPS, so it doesn't need a phone, and it has got a music player which will connect to Bluetooth, which means there is now no need for a phone. Um, I don't know if you can. Uh, I don't know if you can see okay. how well I've got on with my homework there, Nick. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I'll just read out what it says on um, on John's watch. It says, uh, "Well, it's gone away now." But uh, it says, "No music loaded. Use a Fitbit desktop app right straight away." Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Have you? Ever- the Fitbit desktop app is an absolute travesty. Yeah, yeah. Of software design. Yeah, and this is this is this is a little unloved corner of it as well. This isn't the mainstream <laughs> section. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, use the Fitbit desktop app to transfer music to your Fitbit device. Transfer music. Okay, so there's a little button. Transfer music. Connecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this just going to spin I, forever? I, I mean, if I had if I had my personal laptop here, which I don't, can't connect to Wi-Fi. Okay, and. Um, yeah, if I had my personal laptop here, you would have seen that spinning circle for a quite a long time. <laughs> okay, so can you not connect by 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 wire? Sorry, is it so? That's the end of homework. Is it basically? No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. I, in fact, I, I wish I wish I had my other laptop here just so you could experience what I experienced. <laughs> I had. Um, it was, a, it was a nice day. I had time to take a nice long lunch, and I was like, right, well, I'm going to go for a. a 45 minute run and um, I'm going to do my homework I just better just uh, chuck something on there first and 50 minutes later <laughs> I was still <laughs> sat in my house and not running and I had no music and I had no podcasts what you actually have to do to make this work and I, I, I won't go too far into the weeds with it but what you have to do the things you have to set up are if you're a Mac user, you need... Is it called iTunes still, or is it Apple Music now on the on the laptop? Um, I think it's still called iTunes. Right, okay, so you need iTunes. Um, you need an iTunes setup. You need your watch. You need to get your watch on the Wi-Fi. You need the Fitbit desktop app. And that Fitbit desktop app is just going to sit there between iTunes and your watch. And this is not going to go wrong at all for you, Nick. This is going to all be a seamless process. I mean, you can you can see that there's not going to be problems with that, can't you? Why you have to? Use, I don't. I don't understand why you have to use iTunes. Yeah, nor do I. Well, can you not just drag it, from like a Finder? Yeah, if I if I if I wind back for a second, what I thought would happen, what I thought would happen, because I I had uh, like Sony Ericsson phones and stuff like that back in the day, mm-hmm. would be that I would connect yep. my my watch either a physical collection connection or a wireless. I'm yeah. not fussy. Yeah. Um, and then it would appear as a drive, and I would drag some files, mm. and it might be a bit slow. I mean, that's not got a lot of processing power in it. It might take a while. Uh, drag some files across, and then they'd be there. Okay. That's not what happens. No. That's not what happens. You, um, The Fitbit app will look for your playlists on iTunes. Right. Right? Okay. And then you can you can ask it to take one of those playlists... Okay. At a time, and then it will send those via the Wi-Fi network to your watch. Right. In theory. Okay. The World Wide Web, well, the, the Fitbit forums in particular, are awash <laughs> with tales of woe from both Mac and PC users that this process does not work. Right. It's not good. 
Not so good. So is anyone going to work? Some people who work for Fitbit claim to have seen it working <laughs> in the wild. <laughs> there are reports of <laughs> it working. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you, you and I have... Uh, answer some support emails in our time in various guises and various types and I'm just think just kind of going definitely works lads is probably not really going to be an answer for people but that seems to be their process at the moment right uh, lots oh. of positive language and lots of that definitely works lads I'm super disappointed that um, you failed um, <laughs> to do what you were meant to do and I failed to go for a run mate well yes so technically at least you didn't go for a room with your phone that day. Um, the other thing is, um, I, I mentioned that it's got that Fitbit pays on here. Uh, Fitbit pays got a very, very narrow range of banks that are available on it, and none of the banks that I currently bank with support Fitbit Pay either. Right. Okay. I mean, they could have just put Android on this, and yeah, that might be better. It's got the chip. I wonder what the one with Pebbles like the one that's the, the Versa that uses the Pebble software. That's this as well, though. I'm pretty sure it's the same software. I don't think it is. I think the Versa is the first one with the Pebble-based software, isn't it? I'm pretty sure the Versa is just this without the because the Ooh. the latest the latest round of updates are Versa and Ionic specific. Mm. So the uh, the advanced tracking of uh, female health stuff, for example, that came to Versa and Ionic. That could be a hardware thing, though, couldn't it? You would think that, wouldn't you? It. it it could be, but it's basically you pressing buttons and saying when you're on your period. Okay. So I don't, th- I don't think the watch has, a, a, has the hardware yet to tell when people are menstruating. Yeah, true. Uh, or they may just have not bothered to update it for the older ones. Well, why bother? And, like, why, would and, just, why would you support Blaze, for example? Yeah, and, and new features. And I think that the um, the Versa is probably being specifically pitched as being the the big boy watch for girls. Ah, oh, right, is it? Yeah. Okay, well that's, that's that's super upsetting. Yeah, um, as with all things with Fitbit though, um, I live in hope that it will improve because a lot of their software seems to iterate. I know when Karina had a Charge 2, there's been lots of things that have been added hmm. to uh, Fitbit app and Fitbit experience since she's had it that have improved it a lot. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, you never know. The thing that, I guess the thing is, it's like... Its core functionality is still it's doing all those things. Is is the the fit, fitness tracking, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it's not like a smartwatch that's trying to add fitness tracking, which is probably an easier win than a fitness tracker trying to add smarts. Yeah. So I think the Apple Watch adding more fitness features is probably a lot easier than a Fitbit trying to add smartwatch features. I guess. So I guess it is going to be a more difficult thing, but. You're looking at me like... No, no, I'm agreeing. Okay. Yeah. That's your agreeing face? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope we never, never have an argument. <sighs> so, yeah, well, that's... I mean, it's really deflated me, <laughs> to be honest. So, um, my, other, my other things that you've charged me with doing are to somehow enthuse you about running again. Yeah. All right. Um, give me something to work off. Give me an angle. Give give me a line of attack. Give me a give me a little little bit of little bit of skin. Just you've had a sunburn and it's just there. I can just grab it. And just peel it. Just give me something. Okay, so you, probably a good reason, a good way to start is to maybe discuss that uh, I'm not actually enjoying running very much at the minute. Okay. 
Um, so this is this is tempered slightly actually by my last run, mm. which which was what I would consider a good run. In and by a good run, I don't mean like oh. I was really good at running. I mean, I got the things out of it that I enjoy from running. Right. So I, you know, got a good endorphin boost, cleared my head, felt like I'd achieved something, mm-hmm. felt fit and strong. Up until this point, ever since that that mania half run, yeah. that was just horrible. Um, I've not felt, I've not felt a hundred percent when I've been running, and right. I think I can get away with it a bit in the gym right and playing sport um because you're kind of in a more controlled environment and you know if you're like on a treadmill you can let the treadmill do a bit of the pushing you on for you right um so you turn the treadmill up yeah you've got to keep up with it got you right so you haven't got you haven't got to force yourself forward got you um and obviously running on a treadmill is a whole different physical experience to running on the road anyway yeah um, rowing, as we talked about, you know, got some good impetus for that. We're seeing mm-hmm. some good results. I was getting stuff out of that, and um, it's a different sort of. It's more of like a fat burning exercise than a really high level aerobic exercise. Right. Um, and I've just found every time I've gone out, I've just felt leggy, and my lungs have just felt horrible. I felt like I've been smoking again. That's what it's felt like. Um, and I don't know if it's pollen in the air, hay fever, mm. sort of stuff. But it's just been a horrible, you know, just not enjoyable, just struggling to get around, struggling to even get through the first mile, dragging myself around, crap pace, not feeling it at all. Um, and then I went out this week and ran one of my quickest runs in ages and felt really good. Lungs nice. felt fine. I don't know if it, it was after the thunderstorms, so whether it had kind uh, of like cleared, everything up a bit. cleared the air up a bit. Yeah. Um, but I was <coughs> but I was just there thinking I'm just not getting what I, what the thing we're running for me is always how how I feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wasn't getting that out of it. And I don't think it's uh, I see how we go, but really struggling to motivate myself. I'd like I just keep thinking I'd rather go out on the bike. Well, I was going to say, I think one thing about one thing about you is that you like variety. Mm. You know, I took, took the piss out of you the other day about your, uh, you, you know, your exercise regime of the week. Mm. But that's that is that is your personality mm. is um, to commit to doing something and enjoy it, and then to change it up and move it along. Whereas I'm a bit more like just run over there, just keep running, just keep running. So I what I'm saying is that I like running's not compulsory. No, um, I think in the past what I've done is I've gone through stages. So I'll yeah. run for like three, four months, and that's all I'll do. Yeah, and then I'll switch to the gym for three, four months. I think what I'm trying to do now that story checks out. Yeah, but what I'm trying to do now mm-hmm. is not do that, but actually combine things on an ongoing basis. Right. So like you know, get out for a ride every week, get out for a couple of runs, go to the gym a few times, mm-hmm. do badminton, like. Mm-hmm mix it up within the week so I'm getting a good range Mm -hmm. and maybe that's the problem is that I need to be like single single mindset so I'm not actually fully committing to the life of any of these things I'm not a runner I'm Mm -hmm. not a guy who goes to the gym I'm not a guy who plays sport I'm doing all those things Um, and maybe for me I need to be 
or in the past I've needed to have that kind of more focused like like really really focused on one thing mm-hmm. almost like to the point where it defines defines me to some extent mm-hmm. but I'm trying not to do that because I think I want it I think it's good to have a good mix of different things you're doing um, so yeah that might that might have been why I was struggling for a bit of a motivation and maybe I had a good run the other day because I've managed to force myself to have a few more runs that's yeah. got me back into it so I'm hoping that's it I'm hoping now I've had that good run I can kind of go forward. I do think that the, that half marathon really affected me quite badly. I I've never had a more miserable experience when I did that run, yeah. and it really put me out of action for quite a while, um, both physically and mentally. Uh, so I'm hoping I could push through. So your job's your job's almost done for you a little bit. If I hadn't had that run this week, though, I think I would still be yeah, like right down the dumps, about ready to check out and just sort of maybe just knock on my head for a while. But yeah. Now I've had a good. Now I've had a good one. Um, where I, again, I think the thing for me was I just wasn't feeling strong. I wasn't feeling capable. Mm. And if I think if I'm not moving forward with something, what's the point? I don't just want to do it for the sake of it. I want to feel like I'm improving and getting. Well, have you got anything? Out. Have you got anything booked in? Because like, I'm having that experience which which I had last time after I did the marathon, where I'm kind of like, just like. I'm just off the rails. Don't know what. I don't have a plan anymore. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm trying to sensibly. I mean, like recovery is done, but I'm, I'm trying to kind of sensibly make my miles. Unfortunately, it's coincided with, with half term, which makes it hard to fit runs in um, for just various logistical reasons. Um, but um, yeah, I don't really have anything much planned, and I need. I think I need to get something in the diary sooner rather than later. I've got. I've got Birmingham half. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually got Sutton uh, Fenrir or Great Midlands Fenrir or whatever it's called this weekend. Um, but that's kind of it's that slightly odd distance that we discussed discussed before. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's still it's nothing that I feel the need to train for. Did you I'm ever go out and run eight miles? I mean, fine. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you did you ever get in on the the Great North? No. Did you? No. I thought we. I thought we. Didn't we do a ticket ballot reveal thing? Yeah, but I, I wondered if you went for one of the charity places. No, no, I was considering it for a while, but I just couldn't face the the monetary commitment. I just didn't want to get involved in the in it really. So, so here's one I'm thinking of doing: mm-hmm. um, the Rutland mm-hmm. half marathon. Where's Rutland? Rutland Water. So East Midlands. Yeah, it's out towards Nottingham. Right, sure. It's like Nottinghamshire Leicestershire border. Right. Um, and it's just a big reservoir, and it's pretty much 13 miles around the reservoir. Oh, I've seen this advertised before. It's supposed to be quite a flat course, isn't it? Very flat course, because it's next to the reservoir. Like, there's a few raises, but, I mean, nothing nothing too bad. You, it's just, you, People just bike around it, essentially. Right, right, right. Um, I think that would be a really good run. It's right. in September. Nice. 16th September, so be, I'm thinking the weather will be a little bit cooler, because yeah. that's bothering me over well at the minute, going out mm. in the heat. It's horrible. Mm. I think I'm going to do that. That sounds like a sweet plan. Fancy doing that? Yep. Okay, right, we'll get we'll sign up for that then. Right. And I can't imagine it's like a it won't be a ballot thing or anything, I don't think. Uh just a forty quid entry fee. I'm just I am on my phone, I'm just gonna take a note. Oh no, thirty quid for half, forty quid for the marathon. Uh you can do a team of marathon where you do a quarter marathon, team of four. A quarter marathon, so yeah, like a relay. That's interesting. So, I don't so, want so, I don't so, want to do it. So ten K each? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much bang on 10k each. 
When's the day of this? 16th of September. Maybe we could get some more of the uh, the runner pods. Let's not make a collective noun. The runner pods. Get the runner pods to join. The minute, no, the minute you start having a collective noun for listeners, then you're heading towards Smugcast land. The, the runner pods. No. They're going to. The pod, the, the poddies. No. You basically, have to run in your. You don't look like a runner training top that you're going to purchase from a uh, spreadshirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think. And you know, running around Rutland Water is a beautiful, uh, beautiful place. Okay. So, running around there would be uh, ideal. So, I think I'm going <coughs> to. I think in terms of. Set sign up for an event. I think that's a good one. I'd like to do that. Mm. And I know I've got the half marathon distance in my locker now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just need to maintain and try and improve and balance my training out. So I think that will give me the impetus. I think hopefully. Nice. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll pin that. Maybe we'll. I'll probably sign up to that later. Well, it's definitely going to be in the show notes, so everyone's going to everyone's going to know. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I, I would say that if you want to know how to get hold of a sticker, you need to go to the show notes. I mean, you need to work out what you're going to put in the show notes about how people can get hold of a sticker. Right. <laughs> so you need to think of a way. I mean, you're taking the piss out of me, but like, something. Oh, like, hang on, who says I'm taking the piss out of me? I literally got told, got told that people would pay me. Like, Ross Ross said he'd pay for one. I don't want to charge Ross money for one. Well, don't give away now how to get hold of one. You need to put it in the show notes so oh, people okay. leave the show notes. Send a stamped addressed envelope. Yeah. <laughs> An SAE. <laughs> Blue Peter House. Um, charities and running. There's a little bit of there's a little nugget of information that I picked up a few a few weeks ago that I uh, filed in here that I okay. wanted to talk to you about on your dome piece. Um, I, I missed the London Marathon ballot again. Yeah, again this year again. No, well, like it, they they had the ballot. The ballot came and it went. I was gonna I was gonna throw my name because you might as well. And someone said, "Oh, that's show already." I was like, "Oh, what?" But while it was open, somebody said to me. Um, that their their dad is going to be running it in and like gave me a, a date that was like several years in the future four or five years in the future oh, oh yeah but dad's going to be running that in like 2022 20, yeah, yeah 2022 and I like it's like what is he is it out what that's a long way away what's what's happening there then and she goes oh well what it is is um, he's the uh chief executive or something of a charity or he works for some charity anyway or we've got some association with some charity and the charity only gets a place in a rotation right so we have to go in a ballot but charities are in some sort of ballot balloting system as well and there's mm-hmm. like there, there are top tier charities that get thousands of places and then all the smaller charities apparently are in, are in like some kind of like second division right and they only get like the London Marathon is just phenomenal. I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't get my head around it. Mm. Around the fact that there's so much competition for the charities as well. Mm. well uh, you're, uh, you're nodding your head like, did you know this? Because I didn't know about this. Uh, well, we've got a friend of a show who works yeah. for a charity who's got place in Great Offer, and I'm sure yeah. he'd be able to shed some light on this. Yeah. I don't know personally, but I imagine he'd he'd have the inside track. Because if you remember, he contacted us quite yeah, early yeah, and yeah, said, yeah. if you want to do it, you can have one of our charity places. Yeah, yeah. Um, like obviously with a fundraising commitment as well, but he so he he must have a bit of an inside track on that. Mm. Um, but I think they had so they had like five places. So they're quite a small charity. It's not very, many, very is it? Charity. That's not that isn't a huge amount. So I think they're with those ones. They're mainly going to the the staff 
It's not yeah. like you can sign like. So I wanted to do the MS Society. I could sign up on the Great North Run website for the yeah, MS Society. Yeah, anyone can do that. But you're not going to be able to sign up for Groundwork, which is, is his charity. You're not going to be able to sign up for them on, as far as I'm aware. Because it's got such a limited number of places. Yeah, because it's just their, their yeah. places to dole out. So, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. So, well, it doesn't surprise me in a way when you think about it. Yeah, Because the, the, right, the, the windfall from Inland Marathon, even for a small charity, must be huge. Yeah, it must be like three, four grand a place. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in terms of exposure and in terms of actual money raised, so yeah, it's yeah. good good, good info, mate. Let's see if we can get a bit more inside track on that. From yeah, that. I haven't got anything else to do with that. I just I kind of just, just, just wanted to, to share it with you, just mate. just wanted to get off your dome. That's yeah. all you wanted to do. That's fair enough, though, mate. Talking of, talking of your dome, how's your, uh, how's your head shaving going, mate? Well, <laughs> like, the, like, the, like, the, like the mark that I am... Uh, so Come on, let's alienate a sponsor. Let's, let's, right, that so could be a slot that no, we have every week. No, they can be alienated. So, <laughs> just like I buy everything that I see on Instagram advert for, um, I'm also susceptible to, as we sit here speaking to you over my um, mesh Wi Fi network, and <laughs> with my air shock, air, what are they called? Air shocks? Aftershocks, <laughs> bone conducting headphones. <laughs> Um, another thing that I've bought from purely based on podcast advertising is a Harry's razor. Uh, I hear they've bought the factory, mate. So they bought the factory. German blades. German blades. Have you, they got a factory for head razors, mate? John, I'll give you four hundred pounds right now. Right. I'll, give, I'll give you two minutes online. Four hundred pounds if you can go and find me a razor delivery service right. where the blades are not manufactured in fucking Germany. Good luck. On you go. Well, this is this falls into the same category as uh, as local butchers with award-winning sausages, mate. Yeah, find me a local butcher who doesn't sell an award-winning exactly, sausage. Exactly, exactly. So they're all manufactured in Germany, probably the same factory. Same factory, probably the same place, mate. Yeah. So I am. Um, I've recently switched from. I, I don't want to get into the details, but I, I shave my head, um, and I've recently switched from electric to wet shaving, just because it's a lot easier and quicker, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, just using a standard Wilkinson sword cheapo uh, razor, mate. Are they sponsoring us? Absolutely fine. No, no. Gillette, Gillette, they're a regular razor company that sponsor podcasts. We should. Go. Are they? Yeah, not, quick, not the sort of podcast I listen Quickly, to. Kevin, they've got that great ad read. All right, let's not, favorite about, let's, let's not talk about other podcasts. Favourite bull footballers. Hey, listen. Well, well, they, they mention Alan Wright, so, you know, that should be. That's true enough. Have they got stickers, though? So, <laughs> the. I went right. I tell you what, um, I'm going to get one of these Harry's trial things mm-hmm. because. I can't be bothered sorting out finding replacement razors for this cheapo Wilkinson Swords razor. Mm-hmm. It's not the sort of one, it's not like a Mac free. You can just rock up and buy it. I don't know where you get the razors from. Every blade, sorry, from. So Germany. Germany. So I thought I'll give Harry's a try because they just deliver them to your door. And then actually I looked at the price. They're about the same, sort of comparable to a, a reasonably cheap sort of brand because you're not paying for the marketing exactly you're not playing for a middleman so I I purchased this right and and I you know me John I do my research mm-hmm. I, I do look I do look around on a on a thing before I buy it and I checked all I checked all I was like yeah okay it sounds pretty good whatever get it get the blood get a get a razor I think oh, it's, yeah it's alright looks good looks good um open the little pamphlet bear in mind not everyone opens little pamphlets when they get stuff they just crack on and do well, mm, mm. got a pin there. No one reads the show notes. No one reads the packet, <coughs> right? So, but that packaging, that packaging, they have overthought that packaging, and they think you're having an experience when you open it. Because I had a Harry's razor. No, I know, but so, and they were like, "Oh, this is going to look beautiful in an unboxing video." This of course, is. but I'm just saying that not everyone 
Read the show notes. Read the show notes. So would you put in the show notes a safety warning about how not to use this? Have you not read my show notes? It's always a safety warning. <laughs> not quite clearly, do not use this razor for shaving your head. What it feels like What? It feels but- like maybe that sort of warning should be front and centre before you actually purchase the razor. Who died and made them king? You could use that razor for whatever you want, mate. You can do your legs. Well, how come? How come, John? You do your I can buy one pound, ten for one pound Bic disposable razors and yeah. use them on my head. But this German-engineered five-blade experience razor is not suitable for my bonds. What makes it not suitable? No and fucking idea. Apparently, I have to call them. It says... Actually, actually on the phone. It literally says, uh, this is not suitable for head shaving. If you want to shave your head, give us a call. What? I'm going to call you. You're going to call Germany. I'm going to phone you. I'm going to phone the factory in Germany. Someone go, hello. All right. <laughs> what? That's how you say hello in German. Well, with that aggressive, ruthless efficiency, is that how they say it? Is it? Well, they are running a bloody business, mate. A razor factory. They're running, I'll tell you what, they're running a hell of a business because they're, they're funding every single razor company on earth. They're funding every single podcast on it's earth. Unbelievable. So, the, they, they say I've got to give them a call if I want to shave my head. But every time, every I don't time. understand. There's no, there's nothing on the website to suggest they have an alternative razor for head shaving. Yeah, there's none of that. It's not like they go, oh, here's the head shave special. You missed, you moron. No, there is no head shave special. Is is there anything technical about a razor that would be used on your head? I wonder if it's just the guy. There's a guy there who's a bit of a pervert, just likes talking to bald headed men. Oh. So it's like, give us give us a call. Tell, tell, tell me about your bald head. You having a go at me? Now you're talking about German perverts. I didn't say it was German pervert. Oh, I just say he's a pervert. factory in Germany. I just say, well, he could be, he's a condit. I just say he was a pervert. Who likes <laughs> is that a sex practice? And he might, he, <laughs> hey, hey, he might be a woman. You never know. So it could be they. They, then, we said we were a gender-neutral podcast a few weeks ago, so let me tell you now, anyone could be a pervert, and they might enjoy (laughs) talking, they might enjoy talking to bold men on the phone and hearing about their head-shaving technique, and that could be, that could be exactly the sort of, you can only hope, Nick, you can only hope this is exactly the sort of catfishing scenario that I would normally get mixed up in, not today, (laughs) Harry's. Not today. You will not be getting a phone call from me. You will be having the subscription cancelled with no further contact. I will be GDPRing the hell out of you. You will not contact me again. My right to deletion stays and I will be deleted. Wrap the podcast up, John. If you'd like to buy a sticker, please read the show notes. If you if you want to join. Our runner club, go to strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash runnerpod. If you want to tweet us, go to at runnerpod. If you want to send Nick a specialised head shaving razor, please phone him. <laughs> phone me. Do <laughs> seven five. <laughs> I'm done, mate. I'm tapped out. Okay, peace. Bye. If you don't like a runner, if you're Good for Snake and John.